What's going on, podcast family? Turn on my camera. What's going on, podcast family? It's your boy Jason Craig, aka the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead, and I'm here with my man Ryan again. How you doing, man? It's been a while. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I think it's maybe oh, maybe the summer. I, I think you're muted. Oh, am I muted? You can't. Can you hear me now? Or I think you're muted again. Oh. Uh, let's see. Let me see. I am. Sorry, y'all. Just technical difficulties. Yeah. Just give us a second. Just give us a this minute. This is weird. You can't. You still can't hear me. Oh, let's see. Audio default. Hmm. Oh, yes. All right. Do you hear me now? Is it me? Wait, audio. It be me. Hold on. Let, let me see. Oh wait, USB audio. Okay. Do you hear me now? Hold on, let me see one real quick. Can you hear me? Anything or no? Okay, okay, now I can hear you. Okay, well, sorry about that, y'all. But uh, I'm like I was saying, I'm here with my man Ryan. Uh, how you doing, Ryan? I'm um, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing good, man. I uh, just had to hop on the podcast, Dave, because we got. We got a show to talk about, no, yeah. but, uh, but how you been, man? Been, like, I think the last time you were on was for a Star Wars related show, I believe. I think. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been like, but I don't think we talked about Andor. So yeah. I might, it might have been Boba Fett, which I, I, lo- I don't know what, what um, Andor I loved. Um, I wish I was able to get on, but I've been, I've been, it's just been busy. Um, yeah, yeah. Work has been busy, and then I finally got my own um, kind of channel started and everything. So. You know, like work's still crazy, but I'm trying to get back into you know getting on shows and and uh, and participating a little bit more. Um, but yeah, no, otherwise I've been I've been really good, just just busy. Okay, okay, yeah. Actually, we we did review Andor, but just like the first three episodes when they maybe first... it was that yeah. So maybe yeah. that was the last thing. Is it was the first? Yeah. Which yeah. I thought I loved the ending. What did you think? Did you, did you oh, did, man, were you happy with it? Andor is the best Star Wars show yeah. I've seen. Uh, I, I'm tired of Star Wars light or, or <laughs> Star Wars for kids. I'm so yeah. Andor was a good change of pace. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, but um, today y'all, I don't know if y'all been living on the rock. I haven't heard, but um, The Last of Us, the hit video game. Some people call it the video game of a generation, the masterpiece of a generation. Came out back in 2013. Um, Directed, I think, directed and written by the man Neil Druckmann over there, Naughty Dog. Um, this is a post-apocalyptic world, and it's basically a, it's basically a story of a man trying to get a a child across the, the um across the United States for a specific reason. And we ain't gonna get into that reason because I played against it. I know what happened, but I want y'all to experience it week by week, just like how I experienced it for the first time. Um, but yeah. Um, this thing has been in development for a while now, I think. I think they, I want to say this was, I want to say that this was announced, was it three, four years ago, I want to say? Yeah, about. Yeah. I want to say it was, I think it was announced after, like, the first season of The Mandalorian, but not too long after it. And I think that they pretty soon after that kind of announced the leads and everyone was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, you have Pedro Pascal and then... um uh, Bella Ramsey made made sense. I feel like it was around right after the first season of Mandalorian. Yeah, so we're gonna watch this trailer, and uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll then we'll talk about the first episode. 
What I'll probably do, y'all, I'll probably do a Monday episode for The Last of Us just because ain't no point of doing a Sunday episode on it unless we do it at 9 o'clock after um, my me and the crew watch the show. And I don't think nobody wants to do that. So we'll probably just do Monday shows probably probably early probably early um in the afternoon or late in the afternoon. But yeah, let's go ahead and watch this trailer for The Last of Us and then we'll get get to it. If you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? You haven't seen the world. So you don't know. You keep going for family. I'm not family. No. Your cargo. Why are you so important? Somewhere out west. They're working on a cure. I think what really impressed them was the fact that I didn't turn into a monster. If she so much as twitches. <laughs> don't. <laughs> on the best way west? Yeah, go east. You've come this far. Then you know what's out there. You're not gonna scare us. Scared him? You have a greater purpose than any of us could have ever imagined. Careful who you put your faith in. You might not be her father, but you were someone's. You trust me? just start by saying this y'all uh when i when i first saw the trailer i did not have the biggest hopes for that because if y'all know video game adaptations up until recently they have not been good and at first i thought we were getting good you know we got the we got sonic castlevania then we got shows like halo and the, and resident evil so i like Mm, I just feel like we still not at the point. So I came, so I came to look. So I came in there like, man, I, I, I really hope they don't Resident Evil it and then just try to make it The Walking Dead just with the The Last of Us skin. And um, yeah, I gotta say, I'm impressed. I am very impressed of uh, for me who has played this game three times, probably gonna play four times because I I, I want to try I want to try the remake. Let's see what's new about it. Um, to see the to see that not only are they being there's something that I've always said about these video game adaptations. If you're gonna adapt it, adapt it from the source material for people who have not seen who have not seen or played the game 
and and um add new and add new things for people that's played played the game. So it's kind of nice how they got the perfect blend of putting stuff I've already seen, but also giving us new scenes to add context to a lot of things because the whole first half of the episode, it like the first. 10 minutes of the game it gives backstory to what to lead up to the first 10 minutes of the game so i really enjoyed that until that um that um that detail that attention the detail that they put in there and also um my main one of my problems about about it is i was like pedro pascal i don't know if he's trying to do a southern accent i don't know what he's doing but it, it just it's it, it's just not working for me because if, if y'all know Joel, he has a very hard southern accent. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that it's like you know, I'm thinking there, there's not much to, to critique about the show. I will say, I, I did notice that I, it was in and out, like there were moments was like, oh is he going for a southern accent but then there are other moments was like oh no it just sounds like Pedro Pascal <laughs> and it was it was a little bit like okay well I'm not quite sure what they're going for but but um it was minor enough for me that it didn't take yeah. didn't really take me out of it except for those couple times where I was like wait a second does he have a southern accent or does he not make you like make a choice yeah it, it took me a while to get used to it, but like I was so um I was invested so it really didn't take me out and um now, one thing about this game that everybody, like, like you, you've heard about it, is one thing that the game took a risk with. It killed off a child at the very beginning. And I, I'm I'm going to say this right now. I'm, I got, I'm a little softy when it comes to this game. So when I first saw it, I cried because it was like, wow, you you give us, like, like you have us look into Joel and, um, and his daughter's, um, Joel and Sarah, his daughter's relationship. And they just they just kill her just unceremoniously, and you actually see it on screen, and you don't see many child deaths on screen. So that that really that really hit hard when I first saw it. And if you um, I'm impressed because they did it scene for scene. The only difference is that um, in the game the dude showed remorse while he was giving the order, like he was talking about it on the radio, but. The dude, but the dude still showed more. He was just after the fact, but it was still a good beat for beat, uh, a beat for beat um, with the scene from the video game. So I was actually really impressed with that because my main thing I always say, you have hours and hours of content that you have like or such to you have to fall back on. Why not just like do a beat for beat that add your nuances to it and. Yeah. HBO Max, they they um they decided to do it, and I'm glad that they did, and I'm glad that Neil Druckmann is an executive producer on this because this is his baby. Like yeah. he he made a friend, like he's he's made a franchise now. Yeah, well, I I um I don't ha I don't come into it with the level of expertise that you do. Like I I played the game a little bit more more than playing it myself. I watched my stepson play it. Right. Um. But so I don't. And I have, I have a notoriously bad memory, so um, <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it. I do remember that you did. It definitely made you feel something, um, and maybe there's something you can answer. So what? What I, I obviously I know that his daughter dies early on. Like that's right. I, you, you, if you if you know anything about the game, you know that that happens, and then you know where that takes him. Right. And I think the the biggest thing about the show to me was it had to get that scene right 
Because if it didn't get that scene right, the show sucks. Like, it, it's oh, not yeah. going to be a good show if you don't make that scene work. I feel like everything hinged on that. And I think, and then maybe you could tell me, because I, I totally don't remember about the game. The brilliant thing about the show is the first 20 minutes of the show are all from Sarah's perspective. Yes, so she yes. is the main character in the right. show. And so we're, we're aligned with her. We're watching the show from her eyes. And even though you know she's going to die, because everything is done from perspective, and she's, and the, a, a, the actress is great that plays yes. her for that period. And um, she's built as such a sympathetic character that it is a gut punch, even though you know it's coming. And I don't know right. if that was the same with the game. Yes. But that's well, the, but it ma they make it work by making it her point of view until she's dead. Yeah. So in the game, it's, um, you're walking around with Sarah. Okay. Like for uh for like those first 10 minutes but mm -hmm. the only difference about the show which i like this detail about the show we see how she want how her day goes about leading up mm -hmm. to that point because we only see the night portion of uh oh, okay. of that first act man um that's nothing i did i did like like it's a lot of things in there that they put in there like to give context like i i i appreciate the opening scene when they're explaining the fuck uh, explain how a fungus can take over the brain and once that so once that happens we lose i like that the thing that i've always liked about the last of us is that this world is unforgiving mm -hmm. it's unforgiving and you, you can it's not fair like um like we just reviewed um we just reviewed 28 days later i've always liked worlds like that where it's like it's unforgiving and it's not like it's not fair you'll die by just being unlucky like by just being unlucky um and it was the fact that um the whole thing with the watch uh, with her taking my uh like the whole uh, the whole dialogue like i sell hardcore drugs ripped straight out of the game for somebody like me I like i appreciate that like there were so many moments in there i was just i was happy like thank you hbo max you got it you were you were actually taking this you're actually taking this serious and you're actually respecting the source material because a lot of times people always say, well, if you like, well, if you just wanted to be like the game, why don't you just play the games? Like, if you're making it a TV show, you like, not only are you doing it for casual audiences, but your main audience is going to be people of the game. Because like some of these things we want to see on the on the big screen. Because like, like I wonder how this can translate to, um, I wonder how this can translate to a, to a TV screen or a movie screen. And I feel I feel like they've they're accomplishing it at least now in this first episode, and um, I feel like the casting and like everybody that's doing their characters they're playing them right, like they're playing them right. Um, I'm just waiting to see what how everybody else is gonna look like like later on the people that we meet and the story and the stories that we have to tell. So yeah, I'm actually really I like I just really enjoyed this first episode. Um, it, like uh and also like <laughs> i was watching it i, I don't know if, if you peeped it but whenever she went to the neighbor's house the old lady I, she was bugging out in the back i was like what the fuck yeah that that was creepy <laughs> like that that worked especially because it, it was like you know she's she's in focus in that frame and you could see something creepy is happening with her. I forget. I think it was like with her mouth or something. Like, and it was like you could tell something really weird is going on, and she's completely oblivious. And 
the camera's oblivious to it as well, which is kind of right. cool. And it was all blurry, so you don't really see what's happening. You know, she disappears, she leaves, and and uh, you know, and then just the way that they made, you know, the way it works when the when the dog, you know, kind of the dog is there, and she's, oh, you know, you know, like, no, don't go there, don't go back, take the dog, you know, just take the dog and let dog. That dog said, "Fuck that, I'm not going back in there." Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, it did really, really good job. I think like the the thing I also noticed was like just the the way that it handled tension was really good, especially oh, in yeah. that, that, those first twenty minutes. Um, and it did feel like a video game, you know, in that scene in the car. I think, I believe it was a single take, right? Like yeah. not, it, it was like, and it was done amazingly. It really, it felt and looked like a video game. It, you never, it was seamless. So even though I'm sure there were plenty of edits throughout that, it didn't feel like any part was edited. Um, yeah. You could feel the tension, the stuff that with the planes um, overhead. Like it was just really, really well done. I think, like, like I said, I think that was the important thing is that in the in the show, you really had to get that first, those first twenty minutes um, were important because also we've seen this story so many times. Like we've right. seen zombie movies, we've seen a post-apocalyptic movies, and so we're kind of trained to to know what that chaos is like. Um, right. And we've seen it done well. We've seen it done not well, and so. Um, to to make it work, even though we know what to expect and we've seen it, you know, a thousand times, was was one of the more impressive things about the show. Right, and like the thing about that single tech, like I said, this is just me being the video game nerd I am. It's like, oh wow, the the way that the, that the camera is in the truck, it's is like that in the game. It's like you're like you're it's like you're looking through through Sarah's point of view of what's going on. It's even. Yeah dialogue ripped from the game that they put in there it's like and like that's where it made me really excited for this show because it's like i like i like shows like 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 castlevania is is like it's a great show but if you play castlevania ain't no really no dialogue yeah. <laughs> it's a side yeah. so only thing only you can be respected by is the is the visuals and like um same with sonic like sonic ain't known for his dialogue like Sonic, like, but it's it's the visuals that get you. But when you get a show that actually beat for beat with with the atmosphere, the dialogue, the characters, and the world building, that's what hooked me. Because like you said, this story we've seen thousands of times. But the thing that makes this story so good is is the message that it gives to people, the feeling, like the emotions that it makes you feel, the world that it builds, and then just like. The way how these characters interact with each other because yeah. this show puts it on the table nobody in this world is good no everybody in this world is shit. they got their own intentions yeah. um so yeah uh, i'm gonna ask you what was one of your favorite moments from the mm. from the first pot from the pilot there there's a few uh, you know i i you know what one, one of my favorite moments is the you know, I think we knew that Sarah was going to be, you know, is a good is a good kid, right? But she right. she goes into his room, she takes his watch, and I, I forgot any of this, so I didn't even know, you know about the watch or anything. But you know, takes the watch, takes the money, is like, well, why is she doing that? And then it played off like again, if you don't know anything, I was like, is she in a pawn shop? And then when it turns out, oh no, she's just getting him, he's, she's fixing his watch for his birthday. Like that was a sweet scene, and I think right. that tells you what you need to know about her. So again, that's why it's such a gut punch. Like like you, I knew I knew she was going to die. I knew it was going to be within the next 20 minutes and they did a really great job of building her character and it, and again her death uh, that whole scene works and then just it th that moment worked because again that was the that was a catalyst for this whole show like I think if, if right. that doesn't work um the show doesn't work and I'll give you one other moment is 
the mirror to that is at the very end when when um, yeah. the guy when when the um, guy stops them and then he goes into that rage like he were you know it's almost like he remembered you know that and I think this is somebody who's probably who obviously has dealt with trauma um, you know he's he, he, we see him 20 years later burning bodies like he, right. he can't be in a good mental state um, right. nobody in that world could be and you know he's probably wearing a lot of it and holding a lot of it in um he, he he's ready he's you know risking his life to go save the one person he's got left which is his brother and so to see that flash and that rage um i think again that was really well played and pays off you know the scene earlier so i think those th that's for me what what i really thought were the best parts of the show yeah like that final scene with him beating that dude to death I that was also one of my probably my favorite scene from the episode because it's like Joel forgets for a second that um, he for like because I would I would even watching the um uh the um inside like the pilot episode after it like he forgets that uh, that that's not Sarah behind him like he forgets that's Ellie behind him he he thinks that it's Sarah and he just fucking snaps. Like he beats the dude to death, and I was like, I really enjoy that scene because that just encapsulates it, 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 it. Like it tells you everything you need to know about Joel. It's like he's still he's still hurting from Sarah's death. Yeah. He's still hurting from Sarah's death, and as you're going to see through the show, I feel like he's going to like like he's going to see Sarah inside of Ellie because I think Ellie and Sarah are around the same age, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. Ellie might be a little bit older. Yeah, then but, Sarah was when she died. You mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it seems like that. I would think so. And also, let's give a props. To, um, um, I'm gonna get her. I want to get her name right. Bella Ramsey. Yeah, she's great. She bought like I was like at first, like man, she looks nothing like Ellie. But then when but, when she started talking, yeah, I was like, oh my god, she that is Ellie. That yeah. that is the Ellie that I went on my journey with for like yeah. twenty plus hours. And Pedro Pascal, he's getting it down. I mean, that accent, yeah. <laughs> like. I feel like he should just drop it and just be paid yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but like everybody, um, everybody that's in this show, it's like they did their research and they and they studied the characters, which I do like because yeah. these actors are taking this serious. Yeah. Like you have shows like Resident Evil who don't take the they didn't take the character serious. They they're just like, Oh, this is a script. I don't gotta do no research. It's it's yeah. cool. And like first of all, they just added new characters. But for this they use the characters that they have and they add to the source material or just give context and yeah. just fun look like i brought my i have my easter egg basket with me because there's a lot of <laughs> easter eggs in there like i i was i was actually enjoying my time it's funny in this bleak dark world and what's so crazy because uh i did not know i'm trying to i'm trying to find her but but the um let me see if i can find her I'm, i really want to get her name okay so um Merlay Dandridge, I did not know that she originally um she um auditioned for the role of Marlene yeah in um uh, once say 10 years ago for the game. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that yeah. oh you get to play this character now. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I thought she did a good job. Like yeah. I think this pilot I I don't want to be premature but this pilot is probably one of the best pilots I've seen for a show because it puts you in the like it gives you context like like the feel like at first i was kind of nervous because like oh we kind of dwelling on the past too long yeah but then, but then once we got to uh sarah's death, like okay there's still like 20 minutes 20 30 minutes left in the show i'm okay I, i'm okay <laughs> i thought they were just gonna 
leaving it there. Like they 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 went all the way to when they leave the Boston QZ. I was like, okay, that that's how you do it. You set up like you set up why why Joel is the way he is. And then the second half, you build up this world how it is now, how it works. Who is a piece of shit and who is not not like they're still a piece of shit, but not as much as others. So it was cool that they did that. And like they gave me everything I needed to know and they added on to things I already know. Like I can't wait to see I can't wait to see um characters like Tommy. Um I can't wait to see Bill. I can't wait to see characters like Bill. I can't wait to see the other factions that's in this world because if y'all know, it is a goddamn war zone out there. And this is a and like I normally say I like self contained stories, but The Last of Us is one of the few things where where the zombie apocalypse when you do it worldwide it works yeah it works because nothing like most time a lot of, a lot of like a lot of places they feel the same when you do worldwide zombie apocalypse or post post apocalyptic things but this is like every area is feels different has different factions running over yeah. it so i can't wait to i cannot wait i can't wait like yeah. i'm i really enjoyed this, this pilot yeah it's it- Pilot's always tough, especially when you have like previous known like IP to work with, right. and so it had a lot of it had a lot of challenges because like we know we basically knew what this pilot was going to be. Like we knew right. that it was going to you know we were going to see the past, we're going to see Sarah's death, we're going to see jo- Joel and Ellie meet and 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 kind of embark on their journey. Like that, pretty much anybody knew that was what the story was. This pilot was going to be, um, but you know, but you have to, but you're telling the story for not just people who play the game or who know the game you're also telling the story for people who have no idea so now you have mm-hmm. to set up a world you've got you have to meet the expectations of the people who really care about it right because if all the right. fans hated this then you know you could flush it down the toilet no one's gonna no one's gonna care because right. you, know, you you know and, and to a smaller extent me people that have played it or have some knowledge are the evangelists for it right the, you know we're the ones that have been talking about this show for you know six months a year so you have to appease uh you know the fans you have to tell any a, a cohesive story um it has to make sense and it has to pay off um you know all in this one episode and it's really hard to do and yeah it's like given everything it needed to do in this episode i you know i really do think it's one of the better pilots um that i've seen all, all those things considered because like just if you were to tell me like like i didn't expect it to be to, I didn't expect to like it as much as a singular episode as right. I did because I knew what it had to do. So I was like, well, look, this first episode's going to be a lot. I, I'll give it a chance. I'm, I'm going to keep giving it a chance because I know where it's going to go and it's a great story and, and they should be able to manage it well. But this first episode eh, may or may not be great. But no, the first episode was, was awesome. They really, yeah. really nailed it. Yeah, and also I, I, something told me, like I, was like, I had a feeling I was going to like this when I heard the actual game intro i like you know what i like i like now i wonder if they're not going because everybody knows like the little guitar tune like like they've heard that guitar tune i like i've you got to put that guitar tune in there when i heard that at the very beginning like okay i i i think i think my worries have been settled and then going through this like i've I've watched the pilot twice i i really enjoyed that pilot so just going through the second time and seeing all the things that I that I didn't know was my first watch, I like it's really cool and I can't wait to see like this is probably uh, I normally just try to wait and binge this binge this but I think I might watch this weekly now yeah. like this might be my my new Sunday routine like yeah. this this is my new Sunday routine is eight o'clock The Last of Us like yeah yeah. 
Yeah, man. But um, before we go, did you want to add anything else? Uh, not a, there's not a lot. I think we touched on like the big, to me, for me, the big things that I think that you know that there were weird, you know, like high expectations but tempered because it's a, a uh, you know, because it was a video game property. But um, no, I think they really, really nailed it. I think, yeah, like aside from his accent, I think Pedro Pascal is doing the right thing oh, yes. in this show because like, you know, he's a guy who's, who, who's obviously, you know, dealing with, again, with trauma. He's dealing with loss. Um, you already see how much he's, he's terrified of losing his brother. Um, you know, because they, they, they don't, they, even though they're, we will find out how bad this world can be, you know, they allude to how bad, you know, the people that are out there. And it's like, I'm thinking if, if it was me, I don't know, there are not that many people in the world that I would leave that quarantine zone to go save. So you, you got to imagine, like, he's, you know, I think he's got to be terrified to lose his brother. And yeah, he sees a piece of Sarah in Ellie. And obviously we'll start to see, you know, we see more of that and we'll see that relationship build but you know it's something that's weird i've got the similar feeling so i don't know if you've watched interview with the vampire yet the um the series on i watched the the first three i I gotta go back and finish it. it's actually great like i finished watching it i finished watching it yesterday so i think that might be also why i had that in my mind but there's a, a i won't i won't spoil it if you haven't watched it but there is a similar moment where you can see somebody trying like this this desperation of somebody trying to correct like the failures in their past right. and i think that's what what pedro pascal played so well in that in that, oh, in that yeah. moment right it was like that that he's he failed he failed ellie like however no matter what you want to or not sorry he failed sarah right no matter how you know you know obviously in a real city you know, we look at him and say well look it's not your fault like nobody you know you did what you could like in his mind he's got to feel like a failure and so you could see him trying to correct that like i'm not going to make the same mistake again almost like she represents his second chance at life and i, th- I right. think i think in that scene they re- he really plays that well and so i'm excited and again he's a guy I, I think he's a great actor i thought you know i think he's phenomenal even in the mandalorian where he's, he, he he spends 99 percent of the time not wearing a mask but just through his vocal acting right. and movements you know he's something he does a great job and so I, I i'm excited to see what he's able to do because there's a lot that i'm sure he can chew on so like aside from the weird southern ish accent i do think um you know they, they really uh i'm really excited because i think he he's been fantastic so far yeah man i'm i'm really excited and like also like I just, at first, I wasn't really feeling like the casting of Bella Ramsey, but I feel like she might be one of my favorite characters yeah, because yeah. Ellie, because Ellie was like, everybody's like a Joel stan, like yeah. Last of Us fans, but I've always been an Ellie fan just because Ellie, she has, she has a smart ass mouth and she can take care of herself. And like, it's just so much tragedy that she goes through that yeah. we're probably going to see, like a lot of uncomfortable things that, that we're going to see with Ellie. And I, um, I like I kind of fell off of, like I didn't really finish Game of Thrones. I said I'm gonna go back to it eventually, but that first season just it felt like it was dragging a lot because of all the world building. Yeah, but like I heard that she was really good in there, and like I can just tell that she really cares and studied this character of Ellie. Yeah. And I, I just can't wait. And I normally don't like to give ratings for for like pilots or shows, but like I feel like this one it deserves a rating as just for the pilot, just for the pilot itself. Yeah. It gives the highest of gourmets. Like, yeah. all those 100% and 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, man, that hell no. Nah, it can't be that good. And I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, it, it, yeah. it, it's, it's that good. It, it, it's that good. So, yeah, it's a very high gourmet for me. What's a step below gourmet for you? What, I forget the rate. Movie theater. movie theater. I'll give it a movie theater. The reason, reason why, it was great. And I think it's everything that you want in a pilot. 
but it's still a pilot and it's right, still right. it's still setting the story up and if i give this a gourmet and then it comes up with you know what it should come you know if it goes where it should go in the next few episodes there's nowhere else to go so right. i kind of feel like i have to give it a little bit less just right. because i need you know if if, if it's as good as it's gonna be or as i expect it to be i want to be able to give that gourmet so i'm gonna give it a little bit lower just because of that yeah look hey look hbo warner brothers uh, I'm look. I gave you a gourmet. I, I gave you gourmet, a very high gourmet, because I feel like y'all can keep it going. Don't do what Obi Wan did. You start off, you start off good, then you do some bullshit ass filler, and then give me a non satisfied ending. Don't do that. Yeah. Finish off strong. So I have faith in you for now. But yeah, man. Uh, that's it, y'all. This is a very short episode. I just want to strike while the iron is high for yeah. the last of us because i y'all gotta go watch it look yeah. just just go watch the show like we may spoil some things in there but it's it's something you have to see for yourself because yeah. this this shit's good yeah well that's things like we we both know what was happening and it yeah. was still great so yeah. even if you spoiled like that doesn't matter it's still, still, like, still so good. i played the story three times so that's like 60 yeah. hours of, of of this story that i've that, that I've did and I've enjoyed it every time and I'm going and I'm going to enjoy it here. So yeah, y'all go watch it. it. It's good. I promise. Now, now I really hope that um, David Zaslav don't cancel this shit after one season. <laughs> like, I'm kind of nervous about yeah. that. Everything getting the boot. Uh, yeah, like it's just good that I got to see a good HBO Max show. I try to watch Velma. Velma started off good. But it's just like that show where it just does the same joke, the same meta jokes. It, think of it as Scream 3. I, I look at Velma as Scream 3, and that just got annoying. Mm. That, that got, yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't know that Velma's a high on my list of things to, to check out. It shouldn't be. Like, like yeah. I said, I'm not expecting to be Scooby-Doo because a lot of people are saying, like, oh, well, it's it's just Scooby like no, it's how it's a prequel to how the gang met up, I think. Um, but it's just I was rocking with it, but then when the self aware jokes just got too self aware, mm. I like all right, yo, fuck this. <laughs> I, I I'm I got stuff better to do, like take yeah. a shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, y'all, that that wraps it up. I'm probably gonna start doing this every Monday, probably every Monday, just so we can um. Keep 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 up with it because I want to have y'all waiting for a whole week just to talk about an episode that came out the last week and the episode's going another episode's going to drop that Sunday night. But uh, yeah, before we get out, right, you want to tell the people about your new channel? Yes, yeah, sir. Um, it's uh, if you go to uh, Portable Hole Publishing on on YouTube, uh, Portable Hole is a long a, a long running joke um, that my friends and I have, and was when we were trying to think, what am I going to call this thing? That's just what it is. So if you search Portable Hole Publishing on uh, YouTube, uh, that's my channel where I've I've kind of posting a mix of things um i've got a series like of me kind of going through the process of making a comic i'm reviewing movies and tv um some video essays i just put one out that's um goes over like the old hollywood um studio system and how marvel is kind of repeating that and how it may be the the uh to the detriment of marvel to repeat that but um but yeah check me out there and um portable hole publishing on um instagram as well yeah let me um let me see if i can let me see if i can um uh i want to see if i can put it in the put it in the uh comments or you can put it in the yeah, comments i can put it in the comments yeah 
yeah, just put it in the comments. Go check my boy out, man. I always enjoy having Ryan on. We it's fun nerding out hip with him yeah. with certain with things that we both find interesting and fun. Uh y'all know where to find me. Um uh I almost forgot for a second. You find just type in Brain to Popcorn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I really need me a marketing team because this, this shit is hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go to our T Public Store, uh, where you can get your Bring the Popcorn merch. I'm probably going to probably going to switch to another one so we can have more things like hats. People are requesting hats and stuff, uh, posters. I'm, if you are if you are an artist and you can think of designs for uh, designs for shirts, I will pay you. I will pay you for 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 your design. We can get something dressed up in the contract, and I can pay you for your design. Uh, but yeah. That, that 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 does it y'all um once again uh ryan it's always a pleasure talking to you man yeah no thank you it's always fun i always love being on the podcast yeah man uh hopefully we can have you back soon yeah definitely um and um yeah y'all but uh just remember when you always come to these reviews just remember to always bring the popcorn all right y'all we out see ya